0: Country rocks, but bluegrass rules. Hello, welcome back to the Chattahoochee Podcast. What episode? Episode episode 33. Hey! It's been a minute. It's been a little bit. It's been a minute, but, um, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. So, I'm pretty pumped to be doing this episode tonight. Who are we covering? Ricky Skaggs. Ricky Skaggs. I'm excited. And today is Monday, April 24th.
1: Happy, already happy spring happy spring i guess yeah spring has sprung for two days here and then it's like winter again and then yeah then spring again
0: uh, it could be it's just a toss-up west virginia it could be 90 it could be 22 yeah i mean it was like 80 degrees today but we were also under a frost advisory this morning so you yeah know? normal things when does hannah montana just
1: best of both worlds yeah. you know <laughs> i don't want any of it <laughs> Keep your fancy clothes and your big fine cars, though. I'll take. I'll just give me Ricky's gags.
0: <laughs> give me Ricky or give me dead.
1: <laughs> so what's been
0: happening since we last met? Man, we're just grown-ups, and we're just adults. Yeah, just doing that. That's oh, all. I hate
1: it. <laughs> it's awesome. It's yep.
0: great. It's great. But uh, yeah, a lot of that. How about with you? Anything? Mm, anything new?
1: The same. It's just yeah, the never-ending grind. You know. Yeah, I hear you.
0: Yeah. I keep saying, I'm
1: like, it's going to slow down any minute. And then it just does something else every time. Always something. I'll tell you who should have slowed down here recently, though, since we last met, is the driver for Clay Walker.
0: (laughs) And you better drive Uh, smooth. uh, Yeah. Too many potholes, (laughs) it turns out. (laughs) How unfortunate is it that that happened right after we put out the Clay Walker episode? Like, really? Could this not have Um, come out like two weeks ago? Yeah. There's a sponsorship deal in there somewhere, though. I think maybe for
1: tires or something. You know,
0: (laughs) or like Lincoln Town, Bridgestone.
1: Drive smooth.
0: (laughs) Drive smooth,
1: (laughs) or get fired. (laughs) Take your pick.
0: And it better be a smooth ride.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, classic Clay. Oh man,
0: how funny, how funny, and it's funny now that like every time that he posts something. There's so many comments. Yes, like, the, yeah. Half of it's this humor and just going with it. And half of it's like, you know, on, the, on Anchorman, when the little girl is like, you should be ashamed of yourself, Mr. Burgundy. Yeah. That's uh, that's how people talk to Clay in his comments. Yeah. It's like he's reading that anyway, yeah. but I think it's hilarious. <laughs> like, you've lost a lot of, and here he is with like millions of followers. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't said,
1: don't. <laughs> Love is the rhythm of the rhythm of these hands going off. So that is if
0: you don't drive remember? me smooth, <laughs> and you are not that.
1: No. <laughs> oh, oh boy! <laughs> what a time to be alive! <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> not that guy either that day. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to be him. No, no, I don't want to be him. <laughs> the more I think about it, the funnier it gets. Yeah, it
1: just it just comes to me at random <laughs> moments of the day, and it it's a nice pick me up. Yeah, it is. And people really
0: took that audio and went with it. Yeah. If, if you don't know what we're talking about, just go to like TikTok and type in Clay Walker, and it's yeah. gonna be all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you'll. You can thank us later.
1: It's a good pick-me-up. Like I said, like I can be having a bad day and be like, oh, I'm not having that bad of a day as that guy had. <laughs> yeah. I haven't betrayed Clay's trust, so I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I've never met Clay, and he likes me more than he likes that guy, but So.
0: <laughs> yeah. You are not that. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's so good. But yeah, hey, Ricky Skaggs. um, This is one that uh, Kelsey was like, didn't you guys already do Ricky Skaggs? I was like, no, we just talk about Ricky Skaggs. A lot, yeah. So often that you would have thought that we would have done one. He's kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. and has been for a really long time. Yeah. A very, very long time. Well, Caleb, you
1: know what else we haven't done in a very long time? We haven't added any new tracks, have we? We to th- haven't. You want You got some new tunes? I do. Okay. I do. It was a little slow there for a while, I feel. There was a dry spell, but I will say here lately, uh, I had to pick and choose. Yeah. I've had so many okay. new things I've been enjoying lately that I had to really uh, pick and choose what I wanted to add, because there's yeah. a, quite a long playlist I have currently. I feel like,
0: I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but country music feels like a spring slash summer kind of thing. Yeah, like, it seems like it blooms then. Yeah, with, a lot you know, of people put out new stuff around that time. But um I mean obviously you got like country Christmas stuff like that. But but you get it. But yeah, I've got um I've got several. Would you uh would you like to lead us off?
1: Okay. You talk me into it. <laughs> uh first up for me something I've been jamming is uh I guess I shared this with you earlier actually is uh Jake Worthington yes state you left me in yes he's a texas native raised on you know like traditional country roots uh like merle haggard george jones uh, man he has an incredible voice that's got some serious range very yeah. travis tritt feeling. really really representative of that classic country neo-traditional yeah. sound that we love so much yes uh this song in particular though state you left me in um I feel like when I listen to it, I've just turned on the radio in 1995. It has that like country ballad feel that I I really love. Um, It kind of talks about a scenario of a recently ended relationship Mm -hmm. where one party's kind of like taking a vacation to process and deal with things and having a good time. Mm -hmm. And um, from his point of view, it says, well, I'm still in the state you left me in. I go a little crazy now and then that's about as far as I've been since you've gone. Like,
0: oh, that's good. That's good. That's I really like it. Good.
1: So, if you love classic country, if you love '90s country, this will be. I don't. I would. I don't think you're gonna have any issues here. Like you're gonna love this song. Yeah,
0: yeah. That was like when you said that to me today. That was like an instant. Like, okay,
1: I'm. I'm now a fan. I'm invested. Yeah. You know? Know? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm. I'm here for it instantly. And he looks like he fell from the chestnut tree. Like not yeah. an actual chestnut tree, but like the the Mark Chestnut family tree. He has yeah. that vibe and appearance.
0: Yeah, absolutely, he does. Dang, dang.
1: Well, speaking of uh,
0: speaking of failed relationships, okay, okay, okay. There is a dude named Rustin Kelly. Okay, okay. You might recognize the name because there was a. Um, a time for a couple of years, I guess there where he was married to Casey Musgraves. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. He, his style is, um, I don't know if it's like, it's very cool. It's like, it's almost like emo country. Okay. You know? like, yeah. And not so much like screamo emo, like the, um, I don't know if you, if you mix like dashboard with, I don't know modern country that's not garbage. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of that feel. Which you know, speaking of dashboard, he has a um, he has a version of "Screaming Infidelities" with Chris Carrabba. Wow, on like this little like covers thing he did. That's neat. But anyway, he he put out a um, a record recently called "The Weakness" and it's very good. The whole record's good. The um, this particular song is. Um, Called Mending Song. Uh huh. And he kind of goes into, um, like, like their, his marriage ending and stuff like that. Yeah. Which I don't know. Their marriage ended. He put out a really good record and she put out a really bad one. So thank you, Ben. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I don't know who won that, but, you know, who's, who's to say? But any, anyway, this song is really good. It's, um, it, it also kind of has that, like, mid nineties radio rock sound. Yeah. Like, I don't don't know. Sometimes his stuff almost reminds me of like, like the wallflowers or Uh, something similar to that. I'm about that. And, uh, one more cool thing I think about him is that, um, his dad plays steel for him. Apparently his dad's like a, a pretty prominent like, like session player for, for all kinds of people plays steel guitar. And plays all over this stuff. So, yeah, Mending Song.
1: I'm excited to check Very this good. out. What else you got? So, when you say country emo, like, is his heart in Ohio like that emo? Or <laughs> 16-year-old be able to head-turn it, like, did you say country emo? Sign me up. <laughs> I
0: haven't heard him say cut my wrists and black my eyes yeah. <laughs> yet, but
1: it may be in there. Yeah. Now I just need to dig deeper. Yeah. <laughs> so, the next one felt... uh Perfectly timed, them very appropriate. Some bluegrass folk vibes about it. Okay. I don't know if you've heard this or not, though. But I know we, I think we have some Molly um, Tuttle on our newer than nineties playlist. Yes. But they recently released um, "Her and the Golden Highway" did a cover of Jefferson Airplanes' "White Rabbit." Really? Did you see that? Nah, i am not Yeah, heard. they uh, initially it was like a video where they're all dressed up as like Alice in Wonderland characters mm-hmm. playing the song. Uh, and then they ended up releasing it to Spotify, I guess, because it got such. Kind of, buzz yeah. around the video but wow. it's awesome oh, um, that's good it's real neat how they trans made it their own and like transitioned it from like you know like that uh late 60s early 70s like psychedelic rock into mm-hmm. bluegrass like that's it works really, cool. really well that's um, cool and if you haven't heard of that one you're missing out on a great experience
0: oh man i gotta listen to that yeah so every friday Something I do is I'll go to my Spotify release radar. Mm-hmm. Because you never know. Sometimes it's all good stuff. But every once in a while there's a diamond in the rough, yeah. you know. There's a little Aladdin in there. So <laughs> so I found this one a while back randomly or it found me, I guess. Um, I had never heard of this group before. But okay. So it's a band, I guess you called a band called mm-hmm. Under the Rug. Which I'd never heard of, okay? okay, featuring a guy named Ariel Posen, which is kind of what like, he's kind of like a one of these like modern day guitar hero kind of guys. Like he's phenomenal at guitar, yeah, great at like slide guitar and stuff like that. But it's it's kind of like a bluesy rock kind of mix, like what he does. But the song that he's playing over, like I don't know, it, it's very like like alternate country kind of sounding, yeah the vocals are unreal like fantastic this dude is a killer singer but um yeah under the rug it's called lonesome and mad and um i don't know it's it's the vocals just shine on this song but it's cool because it's accented by this phenomenal guitar player yeah but uh that made me think of um like you see a lot of like featuring 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 whatever you know and uh, you see it a lot in like bluegrass. You see it way too much in like popular music. Yeah. You know. But um, okay. It reminded me of a story, code, Okay. So long time ago, as you guys know, unless you this is the first time you've listened to the the podcast. Long time ago, we were in a band together, and uh, we've been in a couple bands together. But uh, this particular story, we were playing with a band at some kind of thing, I think it was in like Barbersville Park or something like mm-hmm. that, the amphitheater. And uh I won't say who the band is, but <laughs> I I won't be that guy. But uh you'll you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Okay, so there's there's this band. They were they had been like a touring band. They had played all kinds of stuff. They were on like um a a bigger like Christian label. Uh-huh. You know But they, uh, so they got this dude to play guitar with them, okay? And it was like, "Mm -hmm -hmm, featuring, blah, 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 you know. Mm -hmm. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know, okay. I know, I know, yeah. (laughs) Okay. If you are going to feature, and and this was on like all the flyers and everything. like It was meant to be a big deal that this dude was
1: not in their band well he was actually somebody in the world you know like
0: (laughs) well here's here's my point if you're going to be so important that you're not just a member of the band yeah number one be good at your instrument or whatever whatever or at least just be a good dude
1: that's that's the real kicker. It's just more of like a very uh, self serving and in, in yeah, that man, the manner was done.
0: Yeah, like all the flyers like had like this dude on and stuff like that. Like, like this is visibly this is layered
1: weird. into the foreground of everyone else. Like, you know, like he went front and center. Yeah,
0: yeah, like his own picture. Yeah, and to do all that just to play like punk. Power cords, yeah, basically, you know, and to not like be cool with any of the other bands, like not talking to anybody. Like, dude, we're in Barbersville, West Virginia, yeah, and there's like 30 people here Mm -hmm. to see this, yeah. Just be cool, man, yeah, crack some jokes, smile a little bit. Mm -hmm. If somebody speaks to you directly, just say, Hey, don't just stare and you know, in the zone, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah. And I'm sure he's not a listener of our podcast. If he is, it no. would be hilarious, but it, no chance. Would probably be into <laughs> listening to his own podcast. Yeah, you know, like listening to
1: himself talk for hours. So definitely.
0: Moral of the story, be a good dude or be good at guitar or hopefully both,
1: you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure absolutely oh i forgot about that that's good oh, man. that's, that's good so times.
0: good what's fun though is like how we were just such idiots and this like tried to just blow people's minds especially mm-hmm. if like, yeah. they didn't know us like we yeah. were the band that like people didn't know how to take us as people yeah. you know the people that knew us like loved to be around us and the people that didn't know how to take us we just kind of blew their minds yeah. and they didn't know how to how to handle us or to speak to us at no. all, you know, and we loved it. They remembered <laughs> us. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. We, uh, so me and Kelsey did this, this thing with, um, uh, Dave Miller. Um, uh, I don't know. This was a couple weeks ago. And there was a guy there. Actually, um, I think he listens to the show sometimes. Um, but he was there and he, the last time he had seen us was when I almost killed Kelsey with my guitar. Wow.
1: was I mean, a long time
0: ago. Ryan Long. Wow. Yeah. I hadn't seen him in a really real, I mean, at least a decade since I had seen or talked to this guy. Yeah. And so <laughs> we got to reminisce about the time my guitar completely left my body and went at Kelsey's head like a javelin and barely missed her. <laughs> <laughs> only
1: less Paul only about what 7-8 pounds <laughs> yeah, Enough to cause some brain damage If yep. that baby connects Very bottom heavy Oh lord <laughs> You got any more? Yeah I got uh, I got one more for you Sweet This is the one that the uh, TikTok algorithm blessed me with I came across one day oh, nice. uh, It's an artist by the name of Maybe you've heard of him Maybe you haven't Colby Acuff
0: I have not. Have not, man. I Have not.
1: This is uh, probably up your alley. I think you'll dig oh, them. Oh, nice. Uh, the track is um, "Boy and a Bird Dog." Um, and he's just—he's one of the artists that I gravitated towards because I love. I'm always into storytelling mm-hmm. and songs, right? It's, I just think it's neat that somebody can put together uh, a captivating or compelling story, you know, in three minutes or less. Sometimes, yeah. like that's pretty impressive. And that's kind of what he uh, accomplished here. He really paints a vivid picture with his words. Yeah. But it's just neat the way he, he does it in this song. Like, the first... The first verse is kind of from the perspective of him and his dog getting ready to go out hunting early in the morning. Mm. Like, getting getting ready, getting prepared. And then the second verse, I love my favorite part, it shifts to the perspective of the dog.
0: Oh, Where he's like, cool.
1: he picked me last from a litter of ten. Uh, who'd have thought a boy would be a dog's best friend? If I... Bring the birds back. Uh, he'll scratch my ear. If I could, I'd spend every day out here. Nice. And it leads into like this oh, incredibly great. catchy course that just ties it all together. Nice. I've been jamming that one a lot on repeat. Oh, I like that. You got any
0: more tracks? I got one more. You got one more? I'm surprised you didn't mention this one, to be okay. honest. Okay. Since this is our Ricky Skaggs episode. Uh huh. Oh, Ricky has a version of Highway Forty Blues. Oh yeah, with Larry Cordell and Tyler Childers. Well, I'm glad that
1: you mentioned it. It's
0: phenomenal. It's good. It's so good. And when I it, this came out a couple of years ago, but I remember like when I saw like Tyler Childers Highway Forty Blues, uh, it just didn't click at first. I'm like, mm. Sure, surely not. Yeah, with Ricky Skaggs, like it's it's one of those things. Like the more you say about it, it's like the Vince McMahon meme. You know what I'm talking about. Further back in the chair,
1: (laughs) he's just more and more surprised and bumped up with each detail, which is neat too. Uh, Larry Cordell is the the songwriter for Highway 40 Blues. That's awesome. Yeah, Highway
0: 40 Blues.
1: Yeah, I'm glad that you thought of it because I'm glad it's on there now.
0: Yes, that. And uh, you can, of course, find all of these on our Newer Than 90s playlist.
1: Yes. As soon as you're done listening to the show today, you can check out the Newer Than 90s playlist, or you can go over and jam the top tracks, which includes all of our picks from every episode compiled together yes. into one amazing playlist. I think it's about a day's worth of tracks at this point. It's so good, too. And it should be <laughs> the soundtrack to your summer. It's yeah, the perfect time absolutely. we're talking about that this is the time of year that everybody wants to listen to country music, it seems, you know. Summertime blues come around. Yeah. It's ready. It's waiting.
0: I mean, like like last year, we did a, a ton of camping. And i um, just pull out a Bluetooth speaker at the campsite there and just let that. shuffle. Yeah, just let yep. it go. And you've got hours and hours worth of solid country gold.
1: It's everything I've dreamed of, you know, since I was like mm, eight. Yeah. It it's like, like, I, I just listen to all my favorite country
0: this- songs together. <laughs> if only there was a way to get this all in one place.
1: dreams come true
0: (laughs) you can either search those on Spotify or they are there's a link available on our link tree yeah
1: any of our socials you can find that link tree it'll direct you to uh, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram our Spotify playlist that includes newer than 90s to top tracks and there's also a playlist for all of our previous podcast episodes organized together there's all sorts of things on there and that, soon to be more maybe?
0: Yeah, we'll we'll get to that later. <laughs> Stay tuned. Donna. What 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 could it be? <laughs> so you know? Caleb, would you like to uh dive into some Ricky
1: Skags? I would love to. I wanna learn everything there is to know about Ricky. Well, there's a bit here. And I say let the conversation begin.
0: I'll say the same thing, Garth.
1: Let's do it, Garth.
0: Okay, so a uh, little bit about Mr. Ricky Skaggs. Ricky was born on July eighteenth, nineteen 1954 in Cordell, Kentucky. He received his first mandolin at the age of five after his dad, Hobart, real name, that's him. Hobart, Great name. Hobart, heard him harmonizing with his mother from across the house. His dad was surprised when within a few weeks, he was already making chord changes and singing along. That's pretty impressive. Savant. <laughs> yeah. Lord. So, um, legendary Bill Monroe. Ever heard of him? Bill Monroe came, he came through town and he put on a little show. Little Ricky got to play with Bill Monroe. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that would be definitive start to his musical career, and by the age of seven, he had already earned his first paycheck performing on the Flat and Scruggs TV show.
1: It's like, oh, what are you doing here, kid? <laughs> well, last year I was playing with Bill, you, you know, Bill Monroe, yeah, and this I'm calling Bill because yeah, yeah, we're we're close, we're, we're top. <laughs> and then you know, I'm just here getting a paycheck tonight, playing on the Flat and Scruggs TV <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah, it's I just crazy. learned to count yesterday, so uh, <laughs> uh, don't, don't no pressure to you, like. <laughs> <laughs> and also
0: 15 ways to play a G major yeah. on the mandolin so no no big deal
1: with my eyes closed <laughs> one hand tied behind my back
0: okay so uh, fast forward from age 7 all the way up to uh, 1971 so the not so little Ricky at this point he's playing music alongside his friend the late great Keith Whitley ever heard of him miss that king yeah yeah absolutely so, uh, you know, the duo was invited to um, be members of Ralph Stanley. That's another one. What is name dropping in yeah, here? all <laughs> ever, of them. Ever heard of that one? So they were invited to be in Ralph Stanley's band and um, quickly gained a re- reputation for his creativity and excitement through his stage performances, which, you know, I can only imagine. Yeah. And this would lead to his performance on the J.D. Crowe and New South's debut album, which is often regarded as one of the most influential bluegrass albums
1: ever recorded. It's just like he's there through all the points of, like, pinnacle bluegrass history through the 70s and 80s. Yeah.
0: He's like, yeah, let me just uh, pick bluegrass yeah. up and
1: carry it into the future for you. Yep. Yeah. It's the equivalent of, you know... John Hancock signed the Declaration of Independence. It's just Ricky Skaggs and gas history. He just there he is in the background of every picture. Oh boy! Is it Ricky with the president? <laughs> That's him on the moon with a banjo. <laughs> so heading in towards the end of the 1970s, uh, Skaggs would turn his talent and his attention towards country music. Uh, first serving as a member of the Amy Lou Harris Hot Band nice. and then pursuing a solo act career. With his release of Waiting for the Sun to Shine in 1981, he would climb to the top of the country music charts and in 1982 became the youngest Grand Ole Opry inductee at that time. <laughs> Jeez. He immediately climbed to the top of the country music charts and would stay there for most of the decade, charting 12 number one hits. Skaggs would also win eight CMA awards, including Entertainer of the Year in 1985, four Grammy awards, and countless other honors. Chet Atkins himself credited Skaggs with single-handedly saving country music and paving the way for the surge of the neo-traditional sound. Jeez. So I think we figured something out today. It's very important <laughs> in our uh, throughout our exploration into country music history and neo-traditional country. Yeah, you know, it kind of came on the scene early '90s with like. Uh, Trent George, AJ, Tracy Lawrence, Mm -hmm. Clint Black, and then from there going back and being like, okay, Randy Travis played a hand in paving the way for this. Right. Further back from that, today it seems that the great Ricky Skaggs may be the grandfather and savior of country music. Absolutely. Yeah, they've
0: uh, they've often called him. I don't know if you've heard this, but um, the um, John F. Kennedy of country music. (laughs) true go well, google it wh-
1: <laughs> Does he also hate oh, convertibles man. or yes yeah. <laughs> it's a little another little <laughs> known fact that i will be adding to his wikipedia page tonight or, i know it's because uh jfk could slay a mandolin that's probably it's it, right? true yeah. Yeah. it's true the CIA took him out. He's like this boy is too good at mandolin. He's <laughs> gonna much, go too much power. Too much power. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, I just <laughs> love man, just my skags. ten full hat. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this this is getting this is getting big here. <laughs> I love. Before we get into our top tracks, I just love how much he Brings to the table, yeah, as a bluegrass musician, as a singer, as a country musician, as a songwriter, producer. He I mean, he can do it all
1: for real. And like, he covers a lot of genres. Like, I feel like he has the voice where he could really step into anything and be successful, probably. Yeah, um, so I mentioned to
0: my mother-in-law, which she's, you know, she's a lifelong bluegrass fan. Yep. You know, I mentioned to her that we were going to be doing Ricky Skaggs episode. Mm-hmm. And she was like, um, she's like the only thing that I just, just don't like about Ricky Skaggs. And I'm thinking, tread lightly him. here. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> she said, he plays the daggone fast. You can't dance to it. <laughs> and, uh, I wanted to quote, um, the great Lori Morgan and say, watch me prove you wrong today (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's some um that's some ricky skaggs and if you are new to the program first of all hello you've come in on a wild one you know welcome to the party (laughs) welcome to the thunderdome yeah yeah, you've come in on a uh, – we're on one this evening for sure.
1: You were definitely not expecting the JFK and Ricky's <laughs> Cag comparison. I promise you that. And if you tell me otherwise, you're a liar.
0: <laughs> but uh, kind of the way things tend to work around here is um, Caleb and I will both assemble our own top five tracks of whatever particular artists we're covering, mm. and we'll have – usually three honorable mentions. He don't know what I've picked. I don't know what he's picked. But I will say that our last episode, we lined up one through four on our Winona.
1: First time ever. Yeah, I don't know if we'll ever do it again. And I don't think we're going to do it today. No, I think the only time that we've lined up almost as many as we lined up three and fun fact, that was the Judds episode. Mm. So it's just something about Winona well, and went Naomi. You know, well, love builds the bridge. Is what yeah, happens. that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's bound
0: to happen. You know, yeah. <laughs> it makes it makes sense when you think about it. It really know. does.
1: What what presidents would you compare Winona to? Well, here is what
0: <laughs> I've already got it. I'm an idiot. I've already got it. So Naomi was obviously. Um,
1: Grover Cleveland, no.
0: <laughs> well, I would say Naomi was George Bush Senior. Okay. And um Winona's obviously W.
1: What that makes you say okay, I, I'll buy it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy it. Okay. Show me where I'm wrong. What do you see? CR country music stars <laughs> slash presidents bracket for the next episode. <laughs> Can you guess who? <laughs> uh,
0: Ricky's obviously JFK. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> youngest president, youngest inductee, you know. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway. So, Caleb, how about this? I'll lead us off with my first honorable mention. Okay. Sound good? I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to start out hot out of the gate with Uncle Penn. Okay. 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 This is a um, which I've got a lot of things to say about this tonight. I bet <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of things to say here, and you people are going to hear about it. So yeah, Uncle Pen is just a m- melding bluegrass tune, basically. Like, yeah. it's just like the whole track, and, and it it seems to me like a lot of um, a lot, and I've talked about this before. A lot of bluegrass lyrics, like the lyrics, are kind of like an afterthought
1: sometimes.
0: It seems that way. Yeah, and it's just like a setup for these people to just demolish.
1: I just want to shred, yeah. Yeah. We'll throw some words in here and there, but let's shred. Right, yeah.
0: It's like, oh music break, music break, music yeah. break. And it's great. You know, if you're yeah. in the mood for it, they ain't nothing like just blaring uncle pen and just getting pumped up. But um okay, so lyrically, he's he's talking about his uncle here, which seems to be kind of a menace to this particular society. Because he waits until dark every night, yeah, goes up and gets the dogs riled up with his fiddle, and he just waits until dark till everybody's ready to go to bed. Then he's like, you know what? Time for some fiddle. He's like, it's 9.30. <laughs> Now's the time to practice. I'm going to come right up here on the hill to where everybody can hear, <laughs> and I'm just going to wreak havoc with this violin fiddle, I guess you should say. But um, something we haven't done in a while, Caleb. We haven't lined up any um, stories between songs. Okay, I'm ready. Something that uh, I don't know if you guys enjoy nearly as much as me and Caleb do. Write but. me a novel. So, a lot of times we'll take like two songs that we we could see lining up together as far as like the story of the song. Yeah, is.
1: a prequel, sequel.
0: Okay, so three songs here. Uncle Pen,
1: okay. Mel
0: McDaniels. Louisiana Saturday Night. Okay. And Mary Chapin Carpenter's Down to Twist and Shout. Okay. This is all the same story from different perspectives. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Oh, and I forgot to mention Cajun Moon. This is yeah. all this is all the same story from different people.
1: What a master. Four
0: four <laughs> featured songs. It's all the same. I mean, Mel McDaniel, Louisiana Saturday Night, Possum in a Sack. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, and then you know, <laughs> Uncle Pian's is just r- just riffing on
1: <laughs> his fiddle. <laughs> they're just all spread out across the uh, the bayou, I guess, and just collectively, yeah, enjoying the yeah. same evening.
0: Yeah, this this is all just the same, roughly the same story from different people's perspectives, you know. And Ricky and uh, Mary Chip Carpenter, they're just there enjoying it, you know.
1: So. There's probably a universe where it lines up that, you know, Louisiana is Saturday night is probably also a small town Saturday night, right? Hey, dang. What do we got? Five songs? Five here? songs? Holy cow. <laughs> Man. How Ketchum
0: didn't make this sound nearly as fun as it actually was. Yeah. He just he just didn't like fiddle.
1: His blue jeans were on a little too tight. It's so hey. a real problem. <laughs> he gonna couldn't sing. That. He was going to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I didn't
0: think much about... Um, I've never thought about this before. Has there ever been a style of song that you should not relate to remotely, but for some reason you absolutely love it? Kind of like Cajun yeah. Moon. Yeah. Louisiana Saturday yeah. Night. Down at the Twist and Shout. None of those things are culturally mm-hmm. like close to me in my life, but I love it no. all. You I, know? I
1: think I love it as a... Um... <laughs> It's not necessarily relatable, but it's like uh, observational in a very fun and unique way. Yeah, like you know, Bobby's got his uh, what is it blue jeans on a little too tight. So mm-hmm. so's getting drunk and looking for a fight. Like yeah. just the observational of like here's this life unfolding on a daily basis. This is yeah. am I
0: driving through Chapmanville?
1: <laughs> yeah. <right now? laughs> Cajun moon, nugget of gold. You know.
0: Hey. So I said said all that to. <laughs> just, just reiterate that Uncle Pian is an awesome song. Yeah, and uh, his uncle was a wild card,
1: truly. <laughs> so, what do you got, number eight? Number eight, honey, won't you open that door? <laughs> no comment.
0: <laughs> I've got uh, comments. Oh boy,
1: I'll hold them to myself uh, for now, but things have changed number since eight, last honey. episode. <laughs> Jeez, please. This would be uh little Ricky seventh number one hit. From the 1984 album, Don't Cheat in Our Hometown. You have that on vinyl, right? Is it the one? I think it is. Yeah, yeah I think it is. Uh, originally written and recorded by Mel Tillis, who some of you might know as uh, being popular for like one of the top songs, like Coca-Cola Cowboy. Yep. Yep. Also
0: Pam's dad. So. Not Pam Beasley, Pam Tillis. Yep.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> from The Office weather. <laughs> But man, this one's a, it's a, it's a toe tapper, a honky-tonk and toe tapper certified. I would agree. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, The guitar tones, the solos, the honky-tonk piano solos, Ricky's beautiful voice. Like it's so fun. It's, yeah, it's got a little bit of everything that you want to hear. Narratively, it's just also a good time. Like it's just uh, an entertaining story to where like, from his perspective, it's like, Obviously, the choices he's made are direct result. Like, it's why he's in his current circumstances. He's made mistakes. This is almost like an
0: alternate version of uh, Vince Gill. Give me just one more last chance. Yeah. You know, same feel.
1: But he's just portraying it as misfortune. It's like, good. Somebody must have been cheating in that card game because I lost everything. (laughs) (laughs) But it wasn't my fault. (laughs) So, yeah. Honey, why don't you open that door? first honorable mention for me. Great song. Awesome song. What you got? My next one,
0: Crying My Heart Out Over You. Classic. Love it. Yep. I love uh, I don't know the song doesn't go like anywhere crazy or it doesn't do anything insane. It really stays it, in a pocket. It does. But it's just such a solid song. Yep. I think the um for, for him to be such a prominent, like, bluegrass player, country player, I think vocally, like, lyrically and vocally, this song, especially, like, the harmonies, vocal harmonies on the oh, chorus. Excellent. So good. Excellent. Yeah, that's... This is just a great song. Just an easy listen.
1: Yep. Yep, that's my number seven. Sign me up for that one. That's yep, good. love it. Might have you a little bit of a curveball at seven. Okay? Okay. Um... It's a little song called Hold What You Got. Okay, I don't remember this one. Don't remember this one? Nope. Uh, This is from uh, Coming Home to Stay. Came out in 88. (laughs) Mm. It was written by Jimmy Martin, who was a guitarist and vocalist in um, the Bill Monroe Bluegrass Boys. Nice. Who has kind of a neat little history, like they were looking for a guitarist, and he Mm. just kind of went to the Opry and snuck backstage and was just fiddling around playing his guitar they heard him playing and they took him to bill I was like here's our guy <laughs> we found him yeah he found us kind of but this guy's back here him, but he can play guitar <laughs> you
0: gotta do what you gotta do
1: yeah um uh, great song lyrically only made better by uh ricky skaggs's talent and innovations musically oh, yeah. and i think uh you could agree with this it's a song that features uh like a truck engine mm-hmm. as part of like the theme of nice. the song sucker for any you know for yeah. thematically themed engine noises. Yeah. Sign me up.
0: It's like that showdown
1: song. Uh, yeah, across any genre. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you chug to the tune of a Harley Davidson, that's cool. <laughs> that's a great song. Yeah. So we're moving into our last honorable mentions. Yeah.
0: So my number six, and I'm very. Very surprised this ended up where it did. Okay, so mm-hmm. uh, my number six, country boy.
1: Okay, yeah, I
0: can. It's got everything you want. It's got everything Ricky you Skanks. want. Yeah. The okay, so first of all, the guitars are just insane. The entire song, insane. <laughs> they don't stop for like, like five minutes. Like how? Like there's some, there's things even down to like the very last little run at the very end of the song that ends it and it's like a guitar harmony. Like, how? How do you do that? Yeah. On an, an instrument, you know?
1: And what's funny is I can picture Ricky Skaggs doing it in the studio and he was probably just like over his shoulder talking to somebody else while he was doing it. Right, like, right. Whatever, man. I'm just going to do this real quick. <laughs> like, hang on.
0: And also, the vocal harmonies on the chorus of this song are insane. Yeah. They are so good like how did you like do all that
1: in one song it's crazy it's like they put together a track and they're like yeah that's great ricky that's 10 out of 10 and he's like i want 14 out of 10 though like (laughs) what what else can we do you remember how queen did their their harmonies i want this song to sound like queen okay (laughs) we're looking for the (laughs) bluegrass version of queen here (laughs) So would he be the Freddie Mercury or the
0: Brian May? Mm, I
1: think he's a Freddie. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He carries the
0: power. Yep. It's like Highlander.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He is Highlander, I believe it. (laughs) Kentucky Highlander. (laughs) So your last honorable mention, Country Boy. Yep. Okay. My last one is going to be Cajun Moon.
0: See, I was... I, I just knew that this was going to be, like, top three for you.
1: Really? Yep. I won't lie. This was, uh, I knew definitively okay. what I wanted for a number one. Everything else after that, mm-hmm. there there could have been, like, 20 songs that I could put here. Like, it was really yeah. difficult on this one. This
0: was really difficult.
1: He just has so much to offer.
0: There's There's a lot of songs that
1: did not make it, you know? Yeah. Like y'all can fix songs. that you can be like oh you should add this one to the top tracks it's in my top tracks and then we'll just throw it on there piece yeah. of cake yeah it's easy um so this one was let's see when this come out came out on the live in london album which is random yeah uh in 86 his 10th number one hit Dang. i think this is like one of the first times i heard a ricky skagg song that made me feel like it's like okay, what what can't this guy do? Right. Like, I guess he can do it all. It turns out. Yeah. Well, like you said, like one of those strange songs where, like, in no way is it a relatable experience. <laughs> yeah. It's just very enjoyable, <laughs> like an observational experience, I mm-hmm. guess. <laughs> but one that I'm screaming the words to when it comes on, so it's, oh, yeah. it's in there in honorable mentions. He
0: has a way, like some of these people we've talked about, like he has a way to add kind of like Willie Nelson where he can add humor to his songs and it doesn't feel cheesy. No. You know, like some people can do that and it's like, Ooh, that's really
1: cringy. I hate it. But or just like altering, like taking the mood of a song and flipping it on the opposite end of the spectrum somehow. And it works. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We're at that point where we're getting ready to bust into the top tracks. If what Watch us not get a single one matchup. I think that we may get one. That's, that's what, that was my prediction coming into today. Because there's just so much diversity <laughs> right. uh, with Ricky. Dang. Maybe two. will I'll be optimistic. I'll say two. This going to be hard. Let me kick us off here in the top tracks. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. First one for me at number five is going to be I don't remember forgetting. Okay, this, Do you right. remember, I don't remember this? this song? This is a uh, a random one that's really grown on me. Okay, it's um I think my only one outside the '80s. This one's from '97. Oh, nice! This is from the album "Life Is a Journey," and it is absolutely beautiful and crushingly sad oh, at <laughs> the great. same time. Oh, I can't wait, but oh, I can't um. Wait. Listening to it, it really reminds me of like I'm like I could hear like Vince Gill singing this Ooh. or like Leanne Walmack singing this, you know, it's like that kind of sad. And then the more I listened, I was like, Oh, that's Leanne Walmack doing the backup vocals. Ah, uh, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. And then I uh, went further and I was like, Well, let's who wrote this song? Oh, Jason Sellers and Leanne Walmack wrote this song with oh, the husband wife well. duo, yeah. Well, there you go. But man, phenomenal um sad song that like you just can't turn off like it doesn't matter you just want to hear it
0: that's exciting I'm excited to hear this man oh man
1: busting into your top five
0: yeah yeah um okay this this is roughly in the same vein as that but uh with a little bit of that humor I was talking about okay so my number five is don't cheat in our hometown (laughs) I love this song. If you're gonna cheat on me, don't cheat in our hometown. Yeah. It's There's just a like lot a, in the sand. Yeah, yeah. It's like, come on now. <laughs> Not in Chapmanville. Come on. Come on. Come on. Have some decency here. I think I think it's funny. I like it lyrically, it's a, this dude is just kind of like a you know, kind of like a pathetic kind of dude. Yeah. You know? He's like, if you're gonna cheat on me. Which, obviously, she is. Leave the county. Yeah. I mean, go on. Go to Logan, at least. <laughs> Danville, even. Come on. Five miles up the road, minimum. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny. The song is funny. But um, the way the notes that he hits vocally on the chorus are so good. Yeah. It's, like, really unexpected. Because, like, you, you think of Ricky Skaggs, you just think, of him just shredding an instrument of yeah. any, any choosing and just, just put it in, anything with strings in his hands. He's going to melt it, you know, but you forget that also fantastic singer. Yeah. And that's, I think really, that's my favorite thing about this song is his vocal delivery. Yeah. You know, he's got something for everybody. You know, he's, he's not only, <laughs> not only is he the John F. Kennedy. Yeah. You know, he's like the Walmart. Where, and not to say like that is a disparaging thing, but just to say he's got a little bit of everything.
1: Yeah, he's got you covered. All the bases covered.
0: One stop shop for you know country bluegrass.
1: But yeah, don't cheat in our hometown. It's a good one. Uh, my number four is going to be one that was in your honorable mentions. Okay, it's Country Boy.
0: I'm just a country
1: boy. The second single from the album of the same name in 1984. I feel like this, like you were talking about before, like this song was a means. Just be like, how can we shred for five minutes? Yeah. Like we, that's what's our goal here. Let's just absolutely shred everyone. Um, Really showcases his skills as a singer and uh, his ability as a musician is just it's mind blowing. Like you're talking about how crazy, crazy, crazy. the guitar goes from start to finish. <laughs> um, it's also I realize in listening, going back and listening to it again, it's also the same reason that I love listening to Billy Strings cause yeah. it's, it's something that I'm not going to hear anywhere else or right. hear twice. Mm-hmm. It's just a very unique form of like um, musical ability and just their appreciation for music and writing music the way they yeah. do to make it unique.
0: Yeah. They used to play this so often on Big Buck Country. Yeah. It was on Big Buck. But what like every once in a while they would like cut out like the last minute of the song where it's just shredding guitars. Which, you know, come on, man. I'm I'm here for the whole thing. I want the whole experience. Do better. Do better. (laughs) I'm just a country boy at heart here, and I need (laughs) I need some support from
1: Ricky. I need all five minutes of that. Yeah. You
0: gotta have the full spectrum there. You gotta have the whole the whole thing. Okay, uh, number, Your number four You're number four. Okay. This this one's a bluegrass tune. Mm-hmm. Little Maggie. Okay. This song yep. is awesome. Yep. It's um Okay, so I've got a I have got i have woven another web here. So Little Maggie story i talking about this this lady he's quite fond of. Uh-huh. And uh, the longer the song goes on, it's like he becomes not so fond of this lady. And she, um, you might say that she cheated on him in his hometown. Oh, you know, something, yeah. something like that has happened.
1: Cross the line.
0: And I was wondering if um, the Maggie that he's talking about is the same, um, same Maggie that John Lennon sang about, which was his mom. So did Ricky Skaggs date John Lennon's mom?
1: <laughs> Hang on Adjusting tin full hat It's probably his dad Hey, <laughs> hey <I've>... Imagine <laughs> Imagine that. You may say I'm a dreamer <laughs> But Ricky Skaggs <laughs> is John Lennon's <laughs> dad Breaking news You heard it here first We do the digging and find out <laughs> All the things that aren't actually real for you here. Don't worry. <laughs> but you should tell somebody that Ricky Skaggs is John Lennon's dad tomorrow and just see what happens. See but what? I mean, see how they take it.
0: Like, do you want lyrical proof? Because I've got it. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've already got Pull it. Pull up the documentation. Is Dirty Maggie Mae Little Maggie? You be the judge.
1: He you ever looked at a side-by-side picture comparison of Ricky Skaggs <laughs> and John <laughs> Lennon? If you I, slot I, them together and overlap them? <laughs> It probably looks like the same person? (laughs) Question mark.
0: (laughs) Why didn't they do any songs together?
1: (laughs) They also call John Lennon, you know, in comparison to presidents. He's kind of a JFK. (laughs) One could say. <laughs> 'Cause he
0: was big ideas.
1: Yep. Ideas man.
0: <laughs> big idea guy.
1: <laughs> Fellow dreamer.
0: <laughs> he said little Maggie can um he, he told her he can get him another woman, she can get her another man. And then they of course end up with this wicked bluegrass run. Yeah. Love it. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Regain my composure Okay Top three Top three Man oh man This one I don't know if this will be On your list anywhere This is just one that I've always loved Um, It's Don't Get Above Your Raisin I don't remember this one Don't remember this one Nope This one's uh, Originally a Platten Scruggs tune He has a few of these Where he just takes nice. like Traditional bluegrass songs And then like Puts his spin on them Right yeah And in my personal opinion I like it better Sorry well, If you like hey. I'm not saying, like, you know, Flatten Scruggs and Bill Monroe are bad. I'm just saying, like, I like Ricky Skaggs more. Sorry. Hey. Nope. Boy but um, this one he dropped on Waiting on the Sun to Shine. And, man, this one is a bop. Oh, man. Um, And I feel like it's one of those tracks like this and Country Boy for me are, like, I've never seen a bluegrass mosh pit. But if, if there were songs that merited, yeah, a bluegrass mosh bit, it's uh, Don't Get Above Your Raisin and Country Boy, probably. Those ones <laughs> yes. get me riled up. Yes. <laughs> I want to see it now. Just out there, you know, doing like hardcore two step to mm-hmm. Country Boy. It is going to yep. be a meme. <laughs> <This> occasional windmill <laughs> kick. Yeah. <laughs> Look okay, out, um, Sensitive harm's Way fans, here we come. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know,
0: we're not done. <laughs> you thought you were safe.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Top three. Well, here's a song that we've already talked about. Okay. Highway 40 Blues. Wow, okay. this is This song is a perfect mix of country and bluegrass. Correct. Because you've got all these sweet little still licks and stuff like that but yeah here comes Ricky with this awesome mandolin solo too so yeah. it's just a great mix of everything that he does well I feel Yeah, you know a lot of people now would probably just know him for like I'd say for the majority, like his bluegrass, yeah, because like the long, like you can look through like his records on Spotify. The longer you go, the more bluegrass they get, you know, which yeah. is fine. Mm-hmm. That's that's okay, but you know, you forget how good of a country artist he was too. Yeah, and I guess still is, you know.
1: Definitely see how they say that you know he really laid the groundworks to for the future artist of like the yeah. late '80s, early '90s, but also unsaving. Country music from like the commercialization of like the urban cowboy right sound yeah. Highway forty two solid number three burn, 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 burn. respect. Okay, here's we're in a territory where I feel like if we're going to link up one, it might be here. Number two for me, heartbroken. We did it. Yeah. We did okay. It. Yeah. Woo. Uh, Released in 82 from the number one album, not just number one single, number one album, Highways and Heartaches. Yep. And the track also, of course, number one hit.
0: So good. I love
1: Heartbroke. Yeah. An absolute perfect song, lyrically, musically. And this is like the thing I was talking about, like flipping the script on the mood of the song. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like this is supposed to be an absolutely sad song. Yeah. And, I've never felt sad listening to this song ever. No, it picks me up, man. Yeah,
0: if my heart was broke, it would no longer be. No, thanks, Ricky.
1: You know, you've done it again, Ricky. Like I'm smiling, I'm singing along. It's like um, he's like a Danny Blaine. He's just he's a musical magician. (laughs) He's out there doing street magic (laughs) with his mandolin and guitar.
0: (laughs) There's so many good things about this song. Mm -hmm. Like, number one, every music break in the song, fantastic. Yeah. The bass line, the boom, 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 boom. That is so good and so catchy. And then to go from, like, that fast to, like, drop it down to
1: halftime on the verses, it's so good. It's genius. I was like, we were saying, like, the intention of, like, this is probably supposed to be a sad song. Somebody else, like, Rodney Crow or somebody had released this previously to him. Mm -hmm. It's not the same, like a similar mood but like it's garbage <laughs> I'll be honest it's not it's not yeah. good in comparison to this Gosh. but like just reading the first verse who wouldn't notice the fire in your oh, eyes really or the bitter nice. direction of impending goodbyes I'm falling I'm folded I'm wielded in place at the sign of you standing with streaks down your face like if somebody you just saw that yeah. read that or someone told you that you'd be like that's probably the saddest song ever
0: yeah no, you got
1: your heart, no. put your dancing shoes on boom 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 boom, 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 boom.
0: Gosh, it's so daggone
1: good. Thank you, Ricky. So good. Well, we did it. We got one. We got one. We and got that's one. The only one I think. I think so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um, we're down to our number one, Caleb.
1: Mm-hmm. Is your number one one I've already mentioned? Yeah. My number one is one you've already mentioned. Also. Oh, really? Okay, yep. go ahead. My number one. Highway Forty Blues, nice. Yeah. nice. spectacular Highway song. Uh, your number three, also from Highways and Heartaches, also a number one hit. What a record! Um, a little song about State Highway Forty in Kentucky. Contrary to popular belief, that people think it's about a road that runs around Nashville. Nope, it's Kentucky. Nope, Kentucky. Uh, written, written by Larry Cordle. Blues. Um, best known for writing. Murder on, Re- uh, Murder on Music Row, mm. made popular by George Strait and Al Jackson.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah. Like I said, I had a hard time picking my songs when it came to two through eight. There's a, probably another eight to ten songs I wanted to be on here. Yeah. But I knew as soon as I started, this was my number one. Like, without question. Really? Yeah. Um, it's feel, I don't know what it is. It's feel-good track. It's a well-written song. It's a fun jam. But also, it's kind of a special place in my heart because, as you know, we used to live in Huntington. Yeah. And there was a lot of traveling on a little road called Route 10. Oh, yeah. And every time I had to make the journey to or from, yeah, this was a song I would listen to to get me pumped yeah. up to make it through the terrible drive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like hour Route and a half. Here rough, we go. Man.
0: It's a long yeah. hour and a half.
1: So, Route 10 staple, if you have to go that way, Ricky Skaggs, Highway 40 Blues.
0: I wake up when I was young.
1: Yes, so good, so good.
0: All right, Caleb. So mm-hmm. I number one. Yeah, honey. Wow, <laughs> this is why Whoops. I was so upset earlier. <laughs> we uh, we we're, we're on both ends of it here. Honey, won't you open that door? I think this song is a perfect country song. Number one, it's fun. Yeah, it is. It's so much fun. Gosh, and uh, you know, legend has it she still hasn't opened that door.
1: Mm-mm. I think he's just, she's done. He's just he rocked on away from here.
0: He's rocking, man. Yeah. Imagine being haunted by Ricky Skaggs in Sign a ghoulish Sign rocking up, yeah. chair. <laughs> I don't know he's just been out there on the porch for yeah. days. I can't get rid of him. He's just knocking
1: on the door. He won't leave me alone. He's out there screaming, "Honey!" at three in the morning. Honey, honey. I wasn't sure at first if it was Ricky Skaggs or JFK. Though,
0: (laughs) is that John Lennon's dad? That's weird. Why would I be haunted by the ghost of John Lennon's dad? Honey, this is your sweet daddy. Don't you love me no more? Yeah, it's just lyrically, it's another one of those songs. It's funny, you know. Yeah. The the music video was hilarious, you know. It almost, it was almost like a, um, I don't know. It was very Jeff Foxworthy feeling. <laughs> oh, video. yeah. It, it was yeah. silly, you know. It was really silly. 12 but... Days
1: of Redneck Christmas vibes? or.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but... Very good. It's just, um, it's a very light-hearted song. It it doesn't invoke a lot of feelings or anything yeah. like that, other than just pure joy. It's yeah. just such a solid country song. Every time that I went through my list, which I've been working from a, p- a little playlist I've concocted and I've named it Ultimate Skags, and Ooh. I've just listened over like and that. over and just taking songs out and putting them back in. And yep, that one wound up right at the top.
1: This final form,
0: ultimate skags. Ultimate skags, <laughs> skagging on the boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> so Caleb, did you
1: have? Okay, give give me a couple songs that almost made it. Okay, hang on here. Um, okay, so a, a real wild card one that really was legitimately almost in my honorable mentions would have been. Um, his cover of Cats in the Cradle.
0: I came across that. It's really good. It, it is really, really good. Yeah. It
1: really um, is. Crying my heart out all over you was oh, all, yeah. almost in there. Oh, yeah. Let me see. Let me a sec to refine some of mine. What, what did you have that was almost um, potentially on there?
0: Okay. A couple more off of that uh, Highways and Heartaches. Don't Let Your Sweet Love Die. Awesome song. Mm, Yep. Wouldn't Change You If I Could. Awesome song. Uh, I Don't Care is another really good one. I don't care.
1: That is good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Don't Think I'll Cry off Highways and Heartaches. Mm. That one's really good. Man, what a record. That was a solid record. Awesome record. I can see why it was number one. Yeah. So daggone good. His album covers also, just in general, are spectacular. Yeah. He, he knew what he was doing.
0: There was a, uh, one of his records. It was like very late 90s, maybe even early 2000s. My dad had the... This This is shows you how uh, deep into the, the 90s culture that we, that we were, late 90s at least. Mm-hmm. He... My dad had bought the cassette of his record soldiers of the cross. uh uh-huh. And listened to it all the time. It was like it was straight up like bluegrass gospel, you know. Yeah. And I, I don't remember if he okay, this this will show our age here. He either bought it at on cue at the Riddle Mall or that uh rec- that I guess you call it record store, CD store, whatever you want to call it, music store that used to be in the Kanawha Mall. So, yeah. Mm, That's pretty cool. Neither of those are things anymore. But, yeah, he used to listen to that, especially, like, in my mom's PT
1: Cruiser. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. Which (laughs) wasn't my favorite, you know, the the Soldiers of the Cross. But I do remember a lot of it just by hearing it so often, Mm -hmm.
1: you know. Household Classic.
0: Oh, yeah. Got a few of those. Go... B- between that and, like, Tom Petty's Greatest Hits. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Aerosmith, Big Ones. The Judd's Greatest Hits. <laughs> big Ones. Yeah, I can attest to that. <laughs> My mom um, listened to a lot of Celine Dion there for a
1: while. Mm, And her Buick Regal. Let's see, I'm trying to think about what I listen. I always like thinking about, like, car songs that were, uh, you know, they're not chosen by you, but what you hear mm-hmm. growing up. Um, that first Dixie Chicks album, that one, oh, that yeah. one got played in the guts out of that one. Oh yeah.
0: Um, what else was there? How many times did you hear on the radio growing up? It, it was actually a song that was on our newer than nineties. Um, the, the Mike and the Moon Pies covered the way. Yep. How many yeah, times did you was, hear that, that on radio? Was so many times, all the time. It was
1: like peak of like uh, fifth to sixth grade year for us, oh, Probably yeah. that was yeah, nineteen ninety nine into the new millennium. Park pool to me, yeah. Like yep. you are going to hear it. You just taste, taste the water. Yeah, I can. Yep. I can taste the chlorine. Mm. <laughs> or uh, commonly listened to, maybe on cassette, was remember Brown Watt? Oh yeah, sitting on a go. Uh, oh yeah, so much for pretending. Yeah, those are jams. Those are like yep. on the line of like uh, that country pop rock or something but they're jams oh
0: yeah he was on he did the soundtrack for a disney movie or at least a like a song i I don't know what the horse movie what was that spirit spirit yeah i forget what the song was sea biscuit (laughs) sea biscuit secretariat Secretariat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) homeward there wasn't a horse in homeward bound was there? (laughs) It was a a gold retriever, like a mixed pit bull, the fuzzy cat, and a horse. Yeah, that was it. (laughs) And a Clyde still. (laughs) In that scene where Shadow comes back limping, there's just that horse trotting behind him like like he's at a horse show. (laughs) (laughs) If it's your first time here, I'm glad you made it this far. (laughs) I just wanted to...
0: To, uh, paint the most ridiculous mental images in your head <laughs> that I possibly can. <laughs> it brings me so much joy.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mentioning the, uh, the Pitbull mix off of Homeward Bound reminds me of, um, Champion on Parks and Rec. Yeah. That, oh gosh, I love the episode where Andy takes April to prom like after she's already or after he's already gone, gone out of school, all this mm-hmm. stuff, you know? And, um, she has, uh, Oren and champion be her parents. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> so yeah, like we said earlier, you can find all of these top tracks, all of these newer than nineties tracks on our Spotify, go ahead and follow those, download those, whatever you got to do. And every time that we add songs to them, you'll automatically get them.
1: Just zap, boom, there you go. The day that this episode hits 500 plays, listen closely, you might want to share this one. Hits 500 plays, I'm going to go get my tattoo idea of uh, Ricky Skaggs transforming into a werewolf, howling at the (laughs) Cajun moon. So 500 plays, that's all. That's all we gotta do. I'm committed. That's not Are you? That's not too much to ask. Like, share,
0: you know. We can make it happen. Speaking of five hundred plays, Kale, we recently, since last episode, hit five thousand plays. Wow. So thank you guys for listening to this insane show.
1: <laughs> You're the best.
0: <laughs> you must be because we are nutcases.
1: Oh, I love you all so
0: much. <laughs> I really thought she was gonna say something about Ricky Skaggs morphing into uh, John Lynn's dad. John Lynn's dad Lynn. and or John F. Kennedy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well that's the thing when it's done, like where it's like mid transformation, <laughs> people will be like, Um it's a toss up. Is that Ricky Skaggs or is that J F K turning into a werewolf? I wanna I wanna see the anamorph.
0: The ber- <laughs> him going to a werewolf, but like two of the photos in there in Sean <laughs> Lennon's dad, It ends up being a werewolf.
1: <laughs> the transition's so smooth though you'd never know it wasn't you him.
0: Never yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we um we mentioned earlier there might be a couple new things that you haven't seen before on our link tree or on our Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all that stuff. And um so Caleb, what are
1: we doing? So, as of today, hopefully if not today, in the next day or two this week, we will officially have a online merch store uh up boop, and running. Boop. Yes. I'm so excited. Yep. So you can find it. Uh, we can probably set it up where you can maybe a link through Spotify, yep. but uh, any of our socials, TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook, well, that has our link tree ad. You can indeed find it and get access to it. And we'll probably be posting about it with a direct link. It'll take you straight there from our socials. So be yes. on the lookout. Yes, absolutely. We're going to have some um, custom designs we made of shirts, bumper stickers um if those go well maybe some more things neat things in the future like i'm so excited coffee mug a hat or something maybe but yeah we worked super hard to make this a thing because we just want to (laughs) have nice things to to give y'all because y'all are great and hang out and listen and support us uh that's another way that you can do that we'll also have a section on there for some more vintage items yes and uh, there's going to be
0: some. We've already picked out some uh, some things that um, it's going to blow your mind seeing some yeah. of this stuff. So so excited for that. But Caleb, not only will we have our very own web store.
1: You're telling me there's more. Wait,
0: there's more. We, like you said earlier, hopefully by the time you hear this, we will have our very own patreon yeah and there if you are a patron you will be able to find bonus content yes bonus episodes all kinds of um all kinds of cool stuff that neat stuff neat stuff slick stuff cool stuff that you will not find anywhere else yep mark my words you will never find some of these episodes on our normal feed. Yep. Won't find it. But for the uh, low price of $5 a month. That's it? That's it. Just for 5 bucks a month, you will have unlimited access to all of this bonus stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Some, um probably do some behind-the-scenes stuff. We'll probably have some... um options to give us a call, maybe be on the show, maybe, um, do this and that. And also if you are one of those people that is actually interested in our, uh, band days, we'll be at the, we'll be adding some, uh, some random stuff from there. Maybe some songs, some pictures, some stuff that we're not posting on our actual (laughs) socials, No, you know, but, you know, if you uh, pay the troll toll, as uh, Danny DeVito said, yep. uh, <laughs>
1: you can have access to it. Just like that. Five bucks. Five bucks, man. And who knows? Like, you know, if you guys like it and support it, maybe we'll do some other cool stuff down the road with it. Like, something yeah. I would love to do sometime is we should, like, if we could do, like, a live stream movie review, like Mystery Science Theater style. Oh, my gosh. Yes. But we'll watch, like, eight seconds.
0: Pure country, in, uh,
1: pure country. Yep,
0: we we could even watch some like this new, these like new ridiculous um, like Christmas movies that like Kicks yeah. Brooks is in. Yeah. yes, please. <laughs> Just give you commentary
1: as it goes. Kicks is home for Christmas. <laughs>
0: Maybe we should watch and give commentary to every episode of the Kix Brooks Steak Show. Yes,
1: that. That for sure, yep. <laughs> we we will do that at some point. That would be amazing.
0: But the thing is, if you're not a patron, you won't get it. You won't hear it.
1: And that's that's <laughs> a, that's going to be a lot of quality content you're missing out on for the low low price of five dollars. Yeah. And that's also where we'll probably post. You know, our uh, country music conspiracy theory blog at some point. You know, oh we'll, yeah, we'll to. discuss the whole JFK, Ricky Skaggs, John Lennon's dad. <laughs> We're in too deep now. <laughs> Triangle. Yeah. So we got to get this info yeah. out there. <laughs> if you don't hear from us, it's because we've gone rogue and state's witness. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Find us on our Patreon.
1: <laughs> Code word, John Lynn's dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
0: yeah, be on the lookout for all this stuff. Continue to uh, spread the word. Yeah.
1: You know, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your mamma all. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok. we we just had our <laughs> had a had a great um uh, and fun and weird meme go really well for us. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, ten thousand or so people liked it, you know. It's always the weird ones. <laughs> yeah. Pedro Pascal dancing in a piggly wiggly. <laughs> These things that you wouldn't expect the people to uh to
0: love. They love it.
1: Things you know? I never thought I would create, you know, in my existence, but here I am. <laughs> So, okay, so there's this guy. He plays in a <laughs> Star Wars show called
0: The Mandalorian. He's the internet daddy. Yeah. And he's also in a Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> Breaking it down to Clay
1: Walker. So that's whole wife the other day is like, can I officially just put like, I think I could put like professional meme maker in my resume now? Like, yeah, yeah. I think you I think can. I'm gonna...
0: <laughs> I don't think it gets more professional than yeah. what you've been posting. So. Yeah. <laughs> If not if not now, then when when you know, when it's time <laughs> well, we love you guys. we definitely appreciate you if you stuck out to the end of this episode, then you're one of the real yep. ones, as they say.
1: let us know um which country music stars you associate with u s presidents. We'd love to hear we would really love to hear it. <laughs> That's gonna be a new segment. <laughs> you wait. <laughs>
0: We've already got a pretty hot start, so mm-hmm. it only gets better from here, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so excited. All right, well, guys, um, thanks for tuning in to episode 33, and yep. we will catch you on the flippity flip. Until then, later.